1: Hello, 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 beautiful beings. Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with your host who has a co-host today. It's me, Dr. Lisa Cooney, and my good friend, one of my favorite beings on the planet, Christine McCarthy. We're coming to you here today to talk about when does criticism become abuse? So before you call in to this show, (laughs) I want you to know that we're doing this as a pre-record to wet your taste buds, if you will, for an upcoming telecall series that myself, Christine McCarthy, Daria Hansen, and Catherine McIntosh have all come together to do called Money Work for Money Fun, which is a combination of the Money Workbook, Through the founder and co founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, and Dr. Dane here, and our unique, interesting points of views, brilliance, excellence, and awarenesses on um, money and cash and receiving and being, and also financial abuse and getting beyond it and moving around it, and so many other things about the insanity of spending and which direction does money come from and money lockdown, and so much more so with that said i would like to bring on my co-host who's patiently waiting and listening to me introduce everything here hello christine hi dr lisa thank you for having me thank you once again for coming on our show we've done a show The last two years, actually, in April, right around Tax Day, and those shows that we have done have really skyrocketed in listening um, to the listeners, so I thank you for being a part of that, and I thank you for coming back and joining us here today, and what else can we create? Yes, always a pleasure. Awesome. So um, today's show, When Does Criticism Become Abuse? So what we, we came together to, to talk about this as part of the money work for money fun that we're doing in this telecall series, this 10-week telecall series that we're starting August 31st, and I want to gift it over to you for a moment and, and just say, how do you see uh, criticism becoming abuse within you, for you, what you know about you? Share with the listeners, if you will.
2: I would say that criticism is insidious and in that when you're growing up, for example, I heard a lot of criticism about the choices I made with money. Mm-hmm. And I, would, like, for example, when I go to spend, I, so a lot of times I'll hear the things that were said to me when I was younger in my head, but just still continue play out every time I choose something that works for me or that I'd like to purchase or things that I find really fun so that's what I would that's how I would it as it has affected my life in different ways um, and it's that sort of back talk that unconscious that goes on in your world that um, sometimes is really hard to lose <laughs> it's just
1: it's one of those things It totally is one of those things that's ingrained to you. So would you share with the listeners a couple of the things that you hear in your brain when you go to spend things from those voices in your in your childhood? Give me two or three of those
2: phrases. My yes, my grandmother used to always say that I would get money and it would burn a hole in my pocket because I would always take it. And do something with it but in her mind being a depression era you know woman that grew up very very poor that was not my reality with money because it was like oh money what can I do with this and I would go and I would purchase something or I would get something that I wanted to have as a kid and I was made wrong for that a lot of times when I'm buying things or I'm contemplating things or just I hear sometimes I hear her voice like money burns a hole in your pocket so I get it and then I spend it and I was actually creating with it and I bought into her point of view sometimes too that oh maybe I'm not good with money I don't have a good relationship with money you know so is that doubt that starts to creep in when you're choosing things um I actually love what oh you- and another thing that oh good. mm-hmm no, go
1: ahead. Please. Actually, I want to I stop on that because I think we can give so many examples and I want more. And I know you have, you and I both share some really good insanity <laughs> around money. So I know we could talk for hours and hours and hours about this. But I think what you just brought up was a really great example about your grandmother. You know, you get money, burn a hole in your pocket. And your your knowing of you was you were doing something with it and you were creating with it. However, her phrasing of you get money and you burn a hole in your pocket, actually you said twisted you out of your knowing, or these are my words, you didn't say this, twisted you out of your knowing, and then you started to, again my words, doubt yourself that maybe I'm not good with money, right? But you were, but you were actually creating yes. with the money that you were spending. But her from Yes, her, I was having fun. You were having fun. Right. And but her, what's the op the antithesis of having fun is being from the depression era? Right? Being from the depression era and having that lack. And having yeah. and having that lack. So right there is a double bind. So everybody on the show that's listening to this already, you know, six minutes into the show, all the double binds that you have around money, from your grandmother's, your grandfathers, your mothers, your fathers, your brothers, your sisters, your bosses, your partners, whatever culture or an ethnicity that you've come from, let's destroy and uncreate that now and begin to interrupt it now with with a one, two, three, four, five energetically, which is just grabbing the energy and throwing it out from you. One, two, three, four, five, 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 all the algorithms and computations and decisions and judgments and conclusions locking you into the double binds, creating more double binds around money so that whenever you spend something, you actually hear somebody else's doubt of you and then in the spending, you twist it to be a doubt of you so you're actually destroying what you're creating and then not being you. So all the double binds, creating the double binds, eternally double binded, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the double binds on either side of that, yours I'm creating it, and your grandmother's, your money as a whole in your pocket, and all the double bind in the middle that created the whole double bind in the beginning, which is spending money, let's revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate the forever commitment to that. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. So, with regards to that, what are you you aware of now um, about this with your grandmother and money burning a hole in your pocket and doing something with it and creating it versus, you know, her depression era lack and never having
2: any fun around it? Um, I would say that just being aware and mindful of finding other people's points of views over your own on what you know is possible in your world. Mm. Yeah.
1: So everywhere, all of us have chosen all the points of views that we have. God, you're just giving me like one clearing after another. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) All the points of views... Um, this is why I love having you on the show. All the points of views that all of us have locked in, implanted in our bodies um, as the truth of being us around money, which is not true at all about us and money. Let's revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that now. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. And what were some of the other points of views that you have become aware of in spending from your family that have locked you down and limited you, that this money work for money fund telecall series we're gonna do is gonna blast it out, not only for you and me, but for everybody else who chooses to participate with us.
2: I would say the second thing that I still hear occasionally is you would spend that much money on something like that like a pair of jeans for example i brought home once and my dad was like you spent 230 on a pair of jeans and i was so excited because i was like yeah they're awesome <laughs> and he made me take them back wow and that was that was like a i had that is something i still have like that clothes and shoes and luxury items like I love I love having lots of them around, and I buy and I spend probably more money on things like that than than anything because I just appreciate beautiful things. And that was actually one of my strongnesses, and he made it wrong. So I always when I go to buy stuff, like I, I shouldn't be spending this much money, or I don't deserve this, or my God, you know. This is wrong. <laughs> so those are some of the things that that I still are still around. They're not as prevalent as they used to be, but definitely that was that was ingrained into my being. So
1: you know, one that that just really touched my heart when you said that because, and again, you know, I remember one time also that um, you know I had a significant amount of debt and not so not so long ago either and then I had some money come in and one of the things I required to do uh, because I let go of a lot of my clothes that weren't fitting on my body correctly and I wasn't happy in them and I just you know let it go and I went out and spent like ten thousand dollars on all new clothes and shoes and I loved every ounce of it. I sent you some pictures of of them too (laughs) and you were like yes no yes no yes no. But, um, and, and so I got a lot of, um, criticism about that. And even, even, um, not so much anymore, but but recently, probably about a month ago, that was brought up all over again about, and you don't have the money to do X, Y, Z. So, you know, why don't you bring back some of those clothes that you spent the $10,000 on? And it's such a dig in my body Because they made me so happy and I was finally able to say to the person that enough with making my choice to do that, that made my body feel good regardless of what was going on in my life um, financially at the time, regardless of that, that that choice was actually allowing me to create more. So that when I actually stood in front of... My workshops and clients and things like that, that I actually felt really good and embodied what I was actually teaching and, and that I was actually creating with it, even though there was a little bit of a lack or even a big lack in certain areas, that a lot of times people don't understand that and they call it and judge it the insanity of spending, when in actuality, it might be the possibility of creating. So
0: yeah. everything
1: our fathers, our mothers, our grandmothers, our grandfathers, our culture, our, our, our ethnicities have told us about luxury hi, hi. items when you're in when you're in debt or something like that, um, that that's a wrongness instead of a strongness. Let's destroy and create that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, I'm not saying if you're you know, $7 million in debt that, you know, you take, you go and spend $7 million on clothes. I'm not saying it like that, but what if spending something that is beyond um, somebody else's point of view and beyond this reality's possibility for you is actually a strongness versus a wrongness about you and money? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pop all nine, church, boys and beyonds, and anything that brought up. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to break. We're going to come back from the break and we're going to keep talking about the insanity. Um, the insanity around money, but most particularly, when does criticism become abuse? We'll be back after the break.
3: motivate, change, succeed VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
4: Over the past 20 years Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career Abuse penetrates every cell of you No part escapes No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com.
1: The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness what is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be health and wellness new relationships business ventures choice what would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you because they are everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you but you must first choose it no one can stop you but you as you move toward something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out.
3: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346 Three four six nine one four one, or email VA at today. Now let's return to creating radical aliveness. Okay, welcome back. You're with Dr. Lisa and Christine McCarthy, and we're talking about when does criticism become abuse. And Christine gave two great examples about you know spending from a grandmother about when she got money, so to speak. She would hear in her head, when she spent money, actually, she would hear her grandmother's voice saying, when you get money, you burn hole in your pocket. And her appreciation for, you know, luxury items and, you know, others saying, oh, my God, you spent that much? For that, you should return it. And uh, I got that, too. I spent a fair amount of money on some things and some luxury items, and someone said to me, um... And still says to me, I think you should return those. <laughs> I'm not returning them. I love them. They're staying. So what about you, everybody out there? When does criticism become abuse? And and is are those phrases that these people that love us and care for us, um, are those phrases that they say to us actually awarenesses or are they judgments? Are they... Uh, are those criticisms helpful or are they destructive? So many beliefs, so many people have so many belief systems, myself including, that are so destructive about our own success, about creating money, about making money, about being money, about having money, about spending money, that it just locks us up in our own cage where we stop from receiving. And even when we are receiving and being money, Like Christine said, we have these voices in our head that put a mixed message out to the universe. And you know what happens when you put a mixed message out to the universe, you're going to get a mixed message back. So what else do you want us to teach
2: us about here, Christine? (laughs) Um, I think it's important. Another piece that I look at a lot is what was your family's relationship with money? Because I think understanding if your parents liked money, if your parents hated money, if your parents had more outflow than inflow, if you're, um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be just your parents. It can be your neighborhood and where the people you're surrounded by. Those are things that you, you witnessed and you just became aware of and you may have mimicked. It's somebody else's insanity with money that just isn't yours. And that's, I think once you start to look at a lot of those things that where you have a different point of view around money and just start becoming your own financial reality, that's when you really start to see your money flows change too. Hmm.
1: What have you done to become your own financial reality when you have, you know, we both know we had parents that liked money, hated money. There were times when the outflow was, you know, 17 times more than the inflow. And when the inflow came in, it was gone. Like, what have you done to really claim on and acknowledge your own financial reality and and eliminate, if you will, the the insanity around money that you embodied? And, and um, yeah, what have you done? What are you aware of?
2: Well, one of the... Greatest tools and gifts I think you can ever give to be yourself would be having a 10% account. And ha- so I call it my having account. I have, I think, two of them now. And I put 10% of every single dollar that I make into it. And it's a, every time I look at it, I go, oh. And if you take 10% of that, you can really see how much money over the years you've actually generated that you haven't acknowledged. And that, that starts to change your reality when you're like, wow, sometimes you think like, oh, I haven't done enough or I'm not making enough money or, you know, just different thoughts you have on a regular basis that don't really create more money, does not create more money in your life. You, that's a moment where you go, oh. I actually have created x amount of dollars over this many years and that that to me is something i don't think we do a lot of we don't go okay great like wow i did a, i have done a lot of really awesome things thus far and what else can i do going forward and then the 10 percent also um It's fun. I mean, whenever I get money, I go, oh, I have to. My next thought is, oh, what's 10% of this? And then I just allocate it off. And then you get to a certain amount of money that you have, whatever that could be for you, that you get really comfortable with. And then you stop worrying about money. It it doesn't become your issue anymore. It's kind of like how many many people in the world have made money their issue when it really isn't. Hmm.
1: Wow, that's really actually beautiful what you said. So the 10% account, the having account, and then you get to see how much you generated. I really, really believe and I really, really like that from what you said and the the funness of it. How many people don't have any fun around money. So take some advice from Christine, everybody out there, that Every dollar, every dollar you make, take 10% about that and put that into an account somewhere and call it your having account. You know how you can name nicknames for your accounts online these days? It's so easy. You can transfer 10% of every dollar that you make and you can begin to see, like Christine said, how much you've generated, but have some fun with it, like she was saying. But I thought you brought up another beautiful point too, Christine, about then you can stop worrying about never having money. Because you actually see that you have it. And then at some point, the money won't become your issue is what you're saying. Now, Christine, do you spend your 10% account or do you keep it?
2: The only thing that I spend my 10% account on is jewelry. And that is something that I... mm -hmm. And a lot of times I will... will, not even take the ten percent out of my ten. My I won't even take what I paid out of my ten percent, and just keep going and adding to it. So that's I mean, I, the things I would spend my money on would be things that are going to appreciate in value and have I can sell it for what at least what I paid for it or half. So they have some intrinsic value. I'm not spending it on clothes or car. You know. Just things that don't always appreciate in value. So that's a I mean, everybody, ha- I would say, like, what is what is something that brings you so much joy that you want in your life that also creates more money? And that would be something that you could spend your 10% on. But it's an invest, it's more about investing it in things that will make you more money than just spending.
1: I love that. I think that's great. You're getting, everybody that's listening, you're getting a little financial insight into, you know, how to get beyond the crazy insanity of blocking yourself from receiving. So take that ten percent of everything that you make and put it there. And if and technically you're not supposed to supposed to quote unquote spend your ten percent, but if you do spend it on something that appreciates in value, like Christine is talking about or at least get half of what you paid for it in, um, that's the only thing that that we would suggest that you spend that 10% on. Otherwise, let it keep building there so that you always know that you have money and that you'll always have more money and that essentially that money in a certain way will have your back instead of it feeling like you never and it never has had your back. Everything that brings up and lets down, lets destroy and uncreate it, right? We're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. That brings up a whole other point about having money. What is it with this? What have you found in the insanity of this reality with having money? I mean, we're such a debt, debt-filled co- culture, right? And a consumerist culture, mm-hmm. Right, you know, you buy an iPad. This is my thing. You buy an iPad. You buy an iPhone, and then within six months, the next version with the better quality uh, picture, or the better quality this, or the better quality that, it drives me batty because I always want the best and the most recent and the most aware or whatever quality, and and then I have made those choices to spend, spend, spend because it's like the consumerist society. It like makes you feel like you need it. Right? But you don't really need it. You just want it. So Yeah.
2: So so what do you say about that? It's just a choice. <laughs> I mean if you wanna have <laughs> if you wanna have the biggest, the best I mean if that's your thing, good. It. If it makes you happy and it does create more, then buy it. Just don't spend everything you make and have. I mean, that's just I think our government is a really core example of fiscal responsibility. So <laughs> you know, understand how much money comes in, understand how much your expenses are, and then sit down with yourself and say, okay, what kind of you know reality do I want to create for myself here? And what does that include? And start you know, every day getting closer and closer to having more of what what you consider the way you want to live, the wealth you want to have in your life, the things you want to surround yourself, even the people you're around. Mm-hmm. It's it's all it's your whole life. Yeah. Money is just included as a as a piece in it. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: And I still as I as I listen to you, I keep hearing this whole thing about having, having, having. You know, even with your examples um, from your grandmother, it's like, you know, when you, she says something to you like, get money, you know, burn a hole in your pocket. So there's this illusion that you didn't want to, or maybe you didn't want to have or that you couldn't have or that you were supposed to have and keep it. Um, but, and maybe bringing back up the grandmother example is not the best way to do this, but there's something that I see with my clients And even with myself, with, you know, the history that I have with, um, you know, uh, pornography and the pornography industry as a child model and whatnot, like, I never saw all that money coming to me, um, supposedly, from what was being done. And I really, really somehow embodied this whole thing of, like, not having that I was going to actually refuse everything because everything I got would remind me of, you know, that abuse. pock and pot, all of that. However, there's something still about having in this reality that I see with almost every single person that I work with around money and even for myself, like having, receiving, having and receiving. What might
2: your awareness bring to that? Um, I just actually read this yesterday. Uh, I'm rereading money isn't the problem you are by Mary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Mm -hmm. And it says, this is really awesome. The real money problem is that you're not willing to receive you into your life. The biggest thing you're unwilling to receive is how incredibly great you really are. Money is not the problem. Money is not the solution. Receiving is the problem and you are the, you are the solution. When you start receiving the greatness of who you truly are, everything in your life starts to change, including your money. And I had to, I stopped reading it and I was like, Oh, OMG. (laughs) You are the valuable product. And it is about how much you're willing to receive you. It has nothing to do with anybody else but you. And that that is beautiful. Money is
1: not the problem. You are by Gary Douglas in the Access Consciousness Shop. If you want to purchase it from listening to the show, you can get either one of our links to, to the Access Consciousness Shop. Um, and... It's an affiliate link, and you can purchase the book easily and effortlessly, and read that. What page was that on, Christine?
2: It's page twelve. Page 12. I have an older copy. I'm, I might read that. Yeah, page twelve. Okay, with that, you are the valuable product.
1: We're gonna go to break, and we'll come back after the break.
3: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
4: Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you, no part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage visit drlisa and empower your life what would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse visit drlisa today that's drlisa
1: the fight is over an invitation to a new experience of you is waiting dr lisa cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past beyond all obstacles beyond anything and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move toward something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out.
3: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to Creating Radical Aliveness. Hello, we're back. We are talking, this is Dr. Lisa, and I'm talking with Christine McCarthy about when does criticism become abuse. Now, the first two segments of this show have been really, really interesting about, you know, the difference between spending money, doing something with it and creating with it and having interesting points of view of others' criticism of you when you're spending from their interesting points of view and their lack, right? And then really spending on luxurious items and then being told to take them back Because of that person's point of view or whomever's point of view that doesn't match your point of view. And I've given some examples about, you know, my shopping spree, even though when I had a little bit more debt, but I actually had the cash to pay for um, the money and I chose for the clothes and for work and for the tour that I went on for six or seven weeks. And I wanted to feel good in my body, even though I had debt. I chose to spend it on that because that created more for me and yet the point of views that i was getting back was that that was not the pragmatic thing to do and yes i am generally not the most pragmatic around money i'm more into the possibilities (laughs) and what it what it creates around money i'm getting more pragmatic and spent you know very much the last year putting all those ducks in a row which has been really really enlightening and why we're coming together, Christine and I, along with Catherine McIntosh and Daria Hansen Hansen, to bring you the Money Workbook by Access Consciousness founder Gary Douglas and co-founder Dr. Dane Here with our interesting point of view and our take from all of our journeys and we've taglined it, Money Work for Money Fun. We start August 31st. It's 10 weeks. These beautiful beings will be joining me Um on uh, at least three of the weeks each we'll have a different facilitator and then we'll all come together on the the 10th show and if you're interested in signing up take a look on dot cooney.accessconsciousness.com and get in for the early bird payment plan if you would like for the call and you can check out all details there. But we're talking about when does criticism become abuse. And during the break, Christine and I were like, oh, let's look up the definition of criticism. So what I got here, and again, take it with a grain of salt, the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. The expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. How's it getting better than that? This is exactly what we're talking about in all the examples. So the way that we spend, and maybe the way that you spend if you're listening, is or has been perceived by others as a fault or mistake, and how many times did you know what you were spending on, a class, a workshop, you know, an exercise program, or... um, a car or a piece of art or a piece of jewelry How? and you spent your money on that and it was actually did something in the present and in the future and created with it that actually created and expanded more of your life but the interesting points of views of others made you doubt it or defend against having to defend against why you were spending it or deny your own knowing. So everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So criticism is an insidious form of abuse. It's like, um, you know, kind of like an ice pick that keeps chipping chipping away at your, your well-being or your um, sense of self. And it's kind of like um, that little... Voice that just every time you do something and every time you be you, you hear something that is the opposite of being you, which is the disempowerment of being you. And so much of that is regarding money. You know, I work with stockbrokers who I remember one year I worked with somebody who did the best they ever did. And as soon as they hit that plateau, the best they ever did, every decision after that, they were in doubt of that because they could never reach the same success that they had already had and then they started losing money and losing money and losing money until they had to like stop working because they put themselves in a really big financial bind and it was all about that other voice that other critical voice that it happened to be wasn't their point of view it was somebody else's point of view pointing out the fault or lack that they were supposed to be so Who are you being with your money? What are you being with your money? And what lie are you buying into? When you spend money, when you have money, when you think of doing something with your money, when you think of not doing something with your money. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And Christine, what do you get with that?
2: The thing that um, I was just thinking about was the... The criticism, like for example, when I was just out of college, I had a very generous boyfriend who bought me a lot of things and was, you know, carte blanche, just said, go get whatever you want. And I remember my aunt saying, oh, you shouldn't do that, that you're taking advantage of him and you should uh, work for everything you have. Well, that also created a, a kink in my receiving because I was willing to receive from him that way. And he was willing to give to me that way. That I think there's, there's things that you, you start cutting off, That more people tell you things that you're about yourself that aren't true or that you should or shouldn't be doing. And that I've been looking at my receiving, like where do I cut off receiving from other people? Because, you know, they're giving me something that oh my God, is this okay to receive? It's like, you know, that was just a really odd point of view, and it it didn't really, wasn't really kind at all. But it took me a while to figure out that I had cut off a piece of my receiving as a result of that conversation that I had with her.
1: Great point. So how many kinks in your receiving have all of you who are listening shut, how many kinks in your receiving to shut off your receiving can actually be turned on now by revoking, rescinding, renouncing, denouncing, destroying, and creating all the interesting points of view that never worked for you, that you owned as you, but are never you. Or were never you. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to those kinks in your receiving by aligning and agreeing and resisting and reacting to other people's point of view like Christine's aunt here all the oath fouls guilties, community commitments agreements binding and bonding contracts To so that let's destroy and uncreate it right wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds and I'm doing some one two three four fives again with this because that brought up a lot and what if what if you were truly being you how much more could you receive today and what if you creating more of you each day how much more could you receive each day and what if you showing up as the being you truly be would create more receiving for you right away what energy space and consciousness can you and your body be to create and be and receive all of you and be you each and every day just one percent more would probably open up the door on four. One, two, three, four. open up the door. One, two, three, four, open up the door. One, two, three, four, open up the door. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pack, all nine shorts, boys and Beyonce. Woo! Just had to do a little shaky shake of some energy there, Christine, from what you brought up there. So thanks for that. Sure. <laughs> sure, it's just what I'd be.
2: <laughs> sure, it's just my crazy family. <laughs>
1: Well, all of our crazy family brings up stuff. What it brought up for me when you were talking is, I remember, like, my father, and you know this, my father, he would have this joke, and he would say, whenever I required money, and asked him for it, he was so kind in many different ways, but he would say, okay, I'm going to go down to the printing press and start printing some money for you. And then literally... A Couple days later, a week later, I don't never. I never knew when. I never knew how there would be money and deposits in my account, and it would just show up. Five thousand here, you know, five thousand there, two thousand here, two thousand there, and and sometimes he did it when I didn't even ask for it, and I literally grew up um, once he started making money. With this fantastical Disneyland view of, you know, dad's just going to go down to the printing press and then miraculously, you know, money would appear in my account. (laughs) And it created my own kink in not only receiving, but also being and creating because he then became the source of my creation with money. So I could only do something at the time. I could only do something in business if he approved it and he funded it. So everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And the the internal criticism or the double bind was that yes, a woman can be anything and make money, which is what he told me but it was really the man who was going to be the source of money, which is not what he told me, but is what he did. So all of you out there that may have some of this or a similarity regarding this, whether you're male or female, all the double binds where somebody else becomes a source of creating money for you because you can't be the source of creating money for you. And all the criticism that you've locked and embodied in you, to stop you being the source of money for you. Let's revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that right now. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have we all made so vital, valuable, valuable and meaningful about other beings, other bodies, men or women, being the source of creation of our financial reality versus us ourselves our being as the valuable product and the chief financial officer of our own financial reality. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Anything you'd like to add to that, Christine?
2: <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> My head is blank. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh, wow. I know, I know. Well, on that yeah, note, I mean, go ahead. Being the you know, true source of your financial reality is you are the only person that can really create that for you. And not it's just one of those things that you are the creator of your reality. So, what do you want that to look like?
1: I really have totally stepped right into that, especially this year, if not before that. Of like every day, I ask myself now, especially since I got back from the maestro class in Rome, is Lisa, how much more can you be right now? How much more can you receive right now? And how much more of you, most particularly, can you be? And if I was, and if you would really create your life, your financial reality your body, your business right now, just a little bit more as you, what would it be? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So we're gonna go to break. We're gonna be back after the break with our final segment of this particular show of when does criticism become abuse? And we'll be back with Christine and myself after the break.
3: World. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
4: Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you, no part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com.
1: The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness what is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be health and wellness new relationships business ventures choice what would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you because they are everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you but you must first choose it No one can stop you but you as you move toward something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out.
3: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse,
1: Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything okay my friends we're back with christine mccarthy and myself dr lisa and we're going to talk and we're talking about self-criticism continuing along with when does criticism become abuse all right christine let's talk about some self-criticism which we know nothing
2: about do we (laughs) no i don't know what you're talking about yes self-criticism this is probably the thing i'd say that i'm that would be taking all these things that people told me over the years and still do and making it you know something that is real for me and not following my own sense of what you know I can create or be in the world and it's it's one of those things that as a as a person in this reality like you just criticism is just everywhere. I mean, you look at our media, they're, they're hounding, you know, celebrities if they don't bounce back from a pregnancy right away and lose all the weight. I mean, it's just everything, single thing is just like, let's, let's pick apart somebody or do something. And, you know, that's what we see all the time. And you just have to be really aware of not buying into all that stuff. And it's, it's an everyday thing where you're, constantly looking at what things you think about and what you tell yourself. I mean, when you look in the mirror, are you seeing yourself as who you really are? Or are you seeing yourself through all your judgments you have of you? And, you know, I can say I I look at myself and I, I see myself through my judgments. And that doesn't necessarily create, you know, the best <laughs> life or... <laughs> I love that. It doesn't really create much for you, but, but, you know, it's just, it's entrained. It's crazy making, and it's not that much fun. And so I've been trying, or I've been not, you know, more aware of like, wow, I don't really have to believe all this bullshit.
1: It's really interesting. A couple of weeks ago, I did a show with Catherine McIntosh on bodies and judgments, and she knows she has the no judgment diet. And she literally said she was standing in front of the mirror and she was judging her body and she was judging all these things about her. And then she like screamed at herself and said no. And then she pock and potted it and was just like, no matter what, from this point forward, every time I say something negative, I'm actually, if I can not do it, pock and pod myself or whatever, you know, energy clearing thing you need or just, you know, saying stop and then look at my body and actually say, wow. I love pick three things that I love no matter what. I I love this about my arms. I love this about my legs. I love this about my feet. I love this about my face, all that stuff. And it really put that in my face. So 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 clearly what you're talking about here, Christine, about how looking in the mirror and and judging versus creating. And and how do you see that affecting You know, you receiving money or cash or creating something with possibility.
2: I started looking actually probably last week, I started thinking, wow, I do actually really judge money. And I was like, if I'm gonna have more and continue to create more, I need to stop doing that. And is that it's just not it's not kind to myself to money, and it, it follows joy, it
1: follows fun, and I'm going to have more. How does it get any better than that? Um, and <laughs> and it, it actually is just a choice to actually just stop it. You know, people think that, you know, stopping a habit in your mind, you know, you can have this, this um, magic pill or, you know, magic unicorn wand to change things, but... And yes, that could possibly occur. Work just like snap you right out of it. But one thing that I've been running that's been helping is the elimination and eradication, like, um, of all the source points for the creation of judgment. It's like and and like having and like just repeating that over and over in my head. Okay, that's a source point for the creation of judgment. Whatever that is, destroy and create it. <laughs> Well, that's a source point for the creation of judgment. Okay, whatever that is, destroy and uncreate it. And as I have gone through some of these huge physical issues in my body, and my body's changing so dramatically, that sometimes I'm looking at my body and and my my being, and I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Okay, elimination and eradication of the source points of creation, of not knowing who you are. Or if there's a... I remember getting so mad in Rome... About something that was happening financially, and I was like, I just wanna be in Rome and not have to look at this. You know, it was just crazy. And I just like dem- pulled all this force of energy that I could have and be the demand to change something. And as soon as I did that, I did like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, changing the computations and the algorithms of that. And the next thing I know, I got an email saying, H- you know, this is coming to you. And it was X amount of dollars, and it was a good amount of dollars, and I was like, yeah, that's how it's going to be. I'm going to be the demand of not judging or destroying me. I'm going to be the demand for the possibilities of the miraculous futures that I can be creating, and especially when I have money. And Gary and Dean and the founders of Access Consciousness have always been, you know, just the embodiment of that for me, and I know in a certain way, you know, for you too about... I've never heard this before other than with them, which is you having money is what you know changes the world, essentially. You having money brings more consciousness to the world. And that having money and choosing to create the possibilities that you do and can be with money is what consciousness is about. And I love that. Because it brought money yeah, and, and broadbanded what money is. Go ahead.
2: And it, it's about how big of a future are you willing to have? That's the other question I keep asking myself. I was like, okay, I can create now, and then what am I creating in the future? And, you know, how big of a future, what do you want your future to look like is a great question to ask yourself as well. Yeah. What miraculous future
1: are you already instigating by having, receiving, and being your financial reality? Everything that brings up and lets down, anything that doesn't allow that to be, <laughs> just try and create it for thee. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot all nine shorts, boys and mountains. So those of you that are listening, Christine and I are actually doing this via video conferencing and Zoom. And... Um, she's just like waving her hand in the air (laughs) on that clearing and it was just so beautiful and it's like that's the energy of that clearing it just frees up our bodies it frees up our being it's like what miraculous future are we already craving by being, receiving and having the money the cash that would allow the consciousness and the big possibility future that we know is possible to be Everything and anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Gosh, I'm really excited for this telecall series that we're starting August 31st. How about you?
2: Oh, yeah. I love talking about creation and money. It's fun.
1: (laughs) Ah, creation and money. And one of the things I wanted to let you all know is that August 31st is the call. There's 10 calls. You get the recording, the uh, written clearings written out for you in PDF form, as well as the audio loops and certain special audio loops from the call that we'll make that are like meditations and to keep you moving forward and changing whatever limitations we changed on the call there's four of us facilitators joining together we're calling it money work for money fun but it is based on the money workbook by founder of access consciousness founders of access consciousness dr Dane here and gary douglas and our target is for you to have more cash more money and more fun and blast out of your being your life your body your bank accounts all the limitations and constrictions so that you no longer have to say, I have a money problem. Just like Christine read from the book, it's a receiving issue. Not receiving you as the valuable product. So, if you'd like to receive you as the valuable product, if you would like to see yourself as the valuable product, if you would like more money to come, 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 every which way for you, get out of lockdown, get out of the insanity of spending, and really let money work for you, This could be the telecall for you. And any final words you want to have for the listeners today about this show or the telecall, Christine? Yes,
2: I would say the question that I've been, or the tool I've been using recently that is working quite well is how does it get any better than this? All right, double I've been saying that with every single... Yeah. I've been saying that with every single penny, money notification, bank statement that I get, I'm like,
1: how does it get any better than this? 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 I dare you all for the next seven days to say that just like Christine said, whatever comes in, how does it get any better than this? How does it get any better than this? Not it can't get any better than that. How does it get any better than this? All right, my friends. Thank you for listening. I hope you benefited. Feel free to let us know. VA at DrLisaCooney.com if you have any questions. Take a listen or take a look at the telecall. DrLisaCooney.AccessConsciousness.com August 31st. Money work for money fun. Speak to you soon. Thanks, Christine. Thank you.
4: Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.